Intermission Gallery operates on the sacred lands and waters of the Wurundjeri and Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and we extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples that join us in this space. We recognise and appreciate the ongoing integrity and diversity of Indigenous culture and expression. We acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded and that it always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Intermission Gallery is a student-run gallery at Monash University that endeavours to support and champion the works and practices of artists within the Monash community. We would like to welcome you to our podcast, where we explore and engage in dialogue with the exhibiting artists and the surrounding community of Monash. In this week's Inside Intermission episode, you will be hearing from Georgia and Melford in regards to their exciting new show, Softness of Burnt Things which is published on Intermission Gallery's Instagram this week. Within the exhibition, Softness of Burned Things offers a personal and intimate visual connection between objects and personal transformation. These objects, having survived the 2009 Black Saturday bushfires alongside artist Georgia Milford, allows the audience to resonate with the relationship between object, body, and trauma and the elements of change. This exhibition invites the audience to treat themselves and the spaces around them with softness. The episode begins with a stage tour of the exhibition in a gallery space, followed by an artist talk. Skip to 447 to skip the audio tour of the exhibition. The intermission gallery space consists of two small yet spacious square rooms with white walls and a light-toned wooden floor. The following audio description is structured as a detailed mock walkthrough of the second, smaller room in the intermission gallery space. When entering the room, right to the left of the door and tucked in the corner between the first wall and the door, is a small pile of personal zines and poetry by the artists. These tell the stories of Milford's feelings about the objects being exhibited, their connections to her past, and how they have evolved into things the artist now loves. To the right of the door is a projector resting adjacent to and in the center of the wall, casting a projection on the wall directly opposite to itself. This projection takes up a large portion of the middle of the wall, displaying rolling clips of images that depict the artist's childhood home being burnt down, as well as a video of herself making tea with a teapot and mug. When looking to the right of the projection, parallel to the far right wall, are three plinths that each have individual objects. On the first plinth stands the mug shown in the projection, very round and seemingly made of sturdy material. Its surface has been clearly altered by fire, covered in a black charred layer and some chips and bubbles where the mug's finish was melted by heat. It is very rough and shows signs of rusting and wear. On the middle plinth is a teapot, also shown in the projection. It has been disfigured in a similar way to the mug. However, it appears more intact. The original cream or white color of the surface is visible in most of the teapot, 
with only a patch on the lower side that shows scorch marks and charring, and a similar bubbling to the mug. The handle has been broken off, and it is covered in black spots all over that seem to be soot marks. On the last splint to the right is what appears to be a large mixing bowl, in a worse condition to the previous objects. Its original color and shape has been destroyed, completely covered in a dark brown-gray grimy surface. It is charred all over, with a small section of the bottom having been shattered and broken off. The bowl has a lip around the top edge, which has been disfigured and blent slightly out of shape. Hi, I'm Georgia. Really quickly, wanted to acknowledge the Ya Itma Thang sovereign land just because I acknowledge that I went through a traumatic experience with the 2009 bushfires, but I also acknowledge Aboriginal and First Nations people connection to land, community, country and water and their knowledge practices. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Thanks for your introduction, Georgia. That was lovely. Um, so everyone, today, um, as you've heard from before, we're meeting with Georgia, who is the creator behind this week's exhibition. Um, so before we get into the details of the exhibition, maybe, Georgia, you can tell us a bit about the idea behind your exhibition? Uh, sure. So... It's 2019, we're all stuck in the middle of COVID. Naturally, we all start cleaning things. And in the process of my family and I cleaning our house, we I came across a few objects that my parents had decided to keep from our burnt down house. So a lot of these objects, well, two of them are ceramic and one of them is made out of tin. And sort of in like the action of like recognizing these objects and like their connection to my childhood, I recognize a lot of trauma in myself. So I sort of asked my parents to keep these objects and not throw them out. And I just spent a lot of time looking at them and thinking of them in a sort of different way because they are now no longer usable in the traditional sense. So for example, the cup ceramic, it's whenever you fill it with any type of liquid sediments, just, fill up you can't drink out of it the teapot no longer has a handle on it so it cannot be used as, as a traditional teapot if you were to put hot water in it your hands would boil and sort of the tin bowl that my parents kept now has a massive hole on the bottom of it so you can't really use it as a traditional bowl and sort of like in recognizing these objects and how they've changed because of the fires I've recognized that I've changed a lot and sort of in that process of recognizing change within these objects and myself, I sort of looked at them a lot more softly, I suppose, which is where the title kind of comes in. Kind of thought it was dorky, but it is a bit cute. Um, the title, yeah. And yes, so that's sort of like, so behind the exhibition, I suppose my thought processes were, you know, reconnecting myself and these objects and sort of understanding how they've changed and how I've changed and yeah ah yeah I see so in short like this exhibition it's about 
um, I guess, investigating your relationship with objects that you found in your house, which has been affected by the 2009 bushfires. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I see. Um, well, that's a really interesting idea that you have for your exhibition. And I've seen that in your exhibition, there are various artistic mediums that you use in order to convey these ideas, such as video projection, sculptural pieces um, that you've mentioned before, like the cups and um, the bowl. And also you have like zines as well. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering, how did you come to decide on choosing these artistic mediums for conveying your message in the exhibition? Um, well, I suppose, like, the main idea with the projection was to sort of, like, allow a bit more history into these objects, because I suppose if you first look at them, you'll just see they're three very burnt things, and I suppose, like, the projection was meant to be a series of, like, photos of my family home that had burnt down, and, like, a really small interview with my parents and their experience during the 2009 fires just mainly because they had a very different experience from me you know I was only nine at the time and I suppose I didn't really I was quite naive to what was happening but you know they had to like pack my brother and I up they had to choose what to take and what not to take from our family house and you know so sort of like having that interview right next to the objects would allow like a like an obvious like connection between them and sort of understanding like the context of what's happened to these objects to transform them into this way and the zines were meant to be like full of some like writings that I've done about the objects because you know I feel like in like physically handling these objects like they've changed and transformed and I feel like a really good medium to me to express this change in myself and these objects was through writing so I did quite a bit of that all into a little zine. And, yeah, so I chose those three mediums because I thought it would be, first of all, like a really intimate way into looking into these objects and myself and how I've changed. And everybody loves a good zine, I think, too. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think you've mentioned a lot about... Um, how looking back at these objects, you've noticed that there are um, several things that have changed. And I think change is a reoccurring um, word that, that I've been hearing you say. Mm. So I'm wondering, um, through your investigation in this project, what is like some of the striking changes that you've noticed either in yourself or this object or like the relationship between you and the objects? Well, um, so in myself, I've recognised, I suppose, that I have, like, a lot of childhood trauma that I didn't really recognise I had, I suppose, because I always thought I was in quite a comfortable place, quite a nice, like, family. But then, like, obviously seeing these objects, it sort of, like, rekindled the fact that we were homeless for a part of time. And, yeah, and then, of course, like, the physical change in the objects would be easily related to the fact that you can't use them anymore. And I suppose in me treating them as not as, like, I kind of treat them like they're people now, which is really funny. Like, I, like, really, like, soft, like, I tend to handle them super softly and sort of, like, look at them much more 
I, there's like a process to me looking at these objects, which is kind of strange because you wouldn't really think of like you'd ever sort of approach a cup with like a sense of softness. Well, I suppose because I can't use them in their like original purpose, I've sort of, they've sort of, these objects have sort of made their own purpose within my life and I've sort of like curved myself around them and like keeping them. You know, like I moved to Melbourne with them, so that was always like kind of fun. They sat, they sat up the front with me when I drove down, which is also kind of cute. But yeah, so I suppose like not only are these have these objects physically changed, my connection to keeping things has also changed. Like I treat things much more like intimately now, and I sort of like keep these objects within like safe spaces where I can easily see them in the house is always really nice and what else did you have to ask in that question um no I think you answered it really well Georgia nice. yeah it's really interesting to hear about your own experiences um when looking back at these um precious items yeah. but I'm starting to wonder um because the theme of the exhibition seems very personal to an event in your life mm. Uh, what would you wish or envision others who weren't present in that event to think about when they see your works? Um, hmm. That's a good question. Uh, so I suppose I would want others to also sort of treat these objects like they're people. I would want them to sort of see, you know, like not only do people hold a lot of trauma and like different personalities and sort of different experiences also like objects but aren't necessarily important can reflect that very easily so, so obviously with like the things that I've brought like the like the three objects I have like physically they look very different from you know cups and like teapots and like usable objects but I suppose like our first instance would be to throw it out because you can't use it anymore. I would want people coming into this exhibition to sort of recognise that there's a new use for these objects, that they've sort of become their own little entity in my life and I suppose I would want them to treat them softly and take a minute to acknowledge, you know, the fact that Australia, particularly like Victoria, like rural Victoria has gone through a lot of tough times, you know, the 2000, like it was 2019 when there was like another bushfire raging across Australia. And, you know, looking at science, it's only going to happen more. So I'd want people to sort of acknowledge, you know, this bushfire happened and this is just my way of treating these objects that had gone through a similar trauma, how I should treat myself softly. Yeah, that's a really beautiful message. I really, really enjoyed talking with you today, Georgia. Thank you. Um, and I hope you enjoyed um, ask, answering my questions as well. Um, I'm wondering if I were to keep up with what you're going to be doing next in your art um, journey, where can I catch up with that? Uh, you can probably... I'm making a website. That's what I'm doing. I've been making a website. It's still under construction. Um, but yeah, you can, it'll be all accessible on my Instagram, Georgia Milford, at Georgia Milford. And also I am an avid commenter on intermissions things. So you can probably see me around there. 
<laughs> All right. Yeah. Thanks, Georgia. I'll, I'll, I hope to catch up with what you're going to be doing next. Yes, Bye. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye.